Hello friends, I'm Melody Lee. I am Regional Volunteer Manager for MOPS. I am here with my friend, Pastor Ed Ollie. He is the lead campus pastor at Harvest Bible Chapel in Chicago. Ed is also a member of the MOPS International Board. Um, probably one of my favorite things about Ed is that he is a lover of people, all people and desires most of all to see people come into a relationship with Jesus Christ and believes that MOPS is a vehicle that God is using to make that happen. Ed, one of the things that I hear a lot in my work with our volunteer team is um, group leaders who say, I just don't really know how best to talk to my pastor. He's busy. I can't, you know, I can't get on his schedule. So when you look at it through the pastor lens, what is what would you tell a leader? How would you encourage a leader to build a relationship with her pastor? I think three things really clear they can do. The first thing they can do is love the spouse and or family of the pastor. Uh, whether it's a male or female, um, MOPS has uh, many different churches that are mm -hmm. represented. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would say be very clear in sending a note of personal concern and, and letting the pastor know um, your concern and your love for them and, and your support. I think that is a, that's a huge thing. Uh, most of the meetings that a pastor has is uh, someone wants something from them or for, for them. And it, you just go, well, wait a minute. Is there anyone that, you know, is actually looking at you and just wanting God's best, you know, for you? Mm -hmm. So that's one. The second thing is to pray for your, your pastor and their family and let them know that you're praying for them. Mm -hmm. I, I just think that that is uh, clearly one of the most cliched and overlooked thing because most people talk more about prayer than praying. Um, that's just kind of what we do. Um, so I think that if you actually pray for your pastor and let them know and ask, how, how can I be praying for you this month? Is there something that you're facing this month that would would be great to have confidential um, prayer, just being able to lift you up, Pastor, and just thank you so much for your service and what you are doing for our church. That is, that is an amazing thing to do. And then the third thing is, and this is something um, I can brag on you, Mel, because this is what you did, and this is what brought MOPS to the forefront. Have a regular routine of monthly communicating via email or otherwise to your pastor what god is doing in mops and, and by what he is the, the biggest thing from a pastor i remember multiple times you telling me and fully telling me tell me about life change that is happening in the mops group so yeah. from a pastor view how important is that in the communication that that happens from leader to pastor it's critical. It's critical because the best leaders show sacrifice instead of selfishness. Best leaders show sacrifice instead of selfishness. That's something we're seeing today um, as we fight the COVID-19 uh, virus and the response. Nobody cares about leaders who are selfish. They care about leaders who invest and sacrifice in others. Mm -hmm. And what those stories show to a pastor is that the ministry is working. That's the first thing. The second thing is you just provided um, 
story opportunities for the pastor to in conversations with other parishioners and sometimes even the sermon of being able to say, this is something that I just, I found out yesterday. Oh, this is something that this is someone who's in my, in our church. Mm -hmm. Um, It gives real time stories of life change of what's happening um, through Jesus Christ. And then the other thing is those stories endear you and the ministry to the pastor and the leadership team. And they want to know more. So if you've got a ministry that you never hear anything about, I mean, you hope that it's going well, but you just, there's no evidence. Mm -hmm. You don't know anything. But what you did is every, every month and you, and you mixed it up. Sometimes you'd bring a care package by. Sometimes you'd send a note and um, let me know about someone who just came to Christ through the ministry. Um, The third month, it might've been a leader who turned a corner. Uh, or maybe a, um, something that happened in one of the relationships of one of the moms and how the dad came to church for the first time. Those are not just antidotal stories. They were stories that justified the investment that the church made in time, in treasure, um, in giving. And we also obviously provided space. And so there are a lot of things that we could say about MOPS when we face some difficult decisions of having to um, modify some things in the budget. Guess what wasn't up for discussion? There was no question MOPS was not going to be discussed because Mm -hmm. we saw MOPS as a strategy that shared the gospel uh, and built community with with women and families. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And thank you all of the MOPS leaders out there that are working tirelessly to care for moms and families all over the United States and indeed the world. And uh, I look forward to seeing how pastors will embrace uh, MOPS as a strategy to continue to reach their communities and broker hope and deepen trust uh, in uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So thanks so much for having me on today.